It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Fans, oh. Welcome, Eagles fans and Three Birds fans, to episode 32 of Three Birds and a Punt. I am Afia. I am joined by my host, Whip and John. Say hey, guys. What up, y'all? Hey, long hey. time, long time. Hey, hey, the title of the episode tonight is The Reckoning, and you know we got a lot to go through, because like my guy Whip said, it's been a long time since we've been here with y'all, and we really got to uh, talk about this 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 game that's uh, finishing up tonight. But first, make sure you subscribe and download to Three Birds and a Punt on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on YouTube, as you can see us right now, live and in charge. Make sure you hit that live button, Whip. Please make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Three Birds and a Punt. We have appreciated all your support. Everybody who stuck with us through our little hiatus. You know, real world gets in the way sometimes, but we're back at it because we have to talk about these damn birds. Okay? All right? I, I just... I... <clears throat> off off camera, my guy went admitted finally admitted something to me that I feel like you know the whole the whole Eagles fandom and three birds fandom needs to hear so I'm gonna let him start off the recap of the game because I really think he need to get something off his chest go ahead whip I don't know what you're talking about oh no no. Uh, John, you remember, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about uh, don't backtrack on me now boy <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna I'm say it, man, because I'm a, I'm a man of my word. Yeah, Eagles gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and right no. here, nah. I noticed you didn't say this. Nah. <laughs> so no, nah, here, here, here's the deal, man. I finally come to the realization, guys, is that that um after watching <laughs> several weeks of this, man, that Jalen Hurts is not the guy. Say it again. You heard me. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is not the guy. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm, one more time. I oh couldn't hear God. you. I couldn't hear Yo, you. You know what? Before I answer you again, <laughs> you know, she's been waiting to hear this because she's been telling me and, and John this for the longest time. And I'm, I'm and before I even admit it, I still hate Carson Wentz. I still think he's ass this has, it's, it's separate. No, from Carson. no, because the reason why I say that because you you are a, a Carson Wentz fan. And hey, I listen, listen, listen. I, I appreciated what Carson could do for us as a player. His some other stuff that he has grown into, I'm not the biggest whatever. Yeah, dude, dude is trash to me. But, but here's the thing. At the, I, thing. at the same time, I am judging Jalen on Jalen. So I'm I'm gonna admit this. I as I was saying, I got to see more footage. And today just it, it, it just snapped for me, man. Like, the dude is not the QB. And even though it's still early, man, but no. Because here's the thing. I'm watching him, man. And I'm saying to myself, dude, you got to stop running so damn much. He runs a lot. That's his first instinct is to run. Okay? And I noticed the cat always running to the right side of the field. Now, John, John alluded to me that Dak Prescott used to do that in his rookie season. Okay. Now maybe it's it's coaching fundamentals involved in this. And maybe it is. But I, I, I don't I don't see him changing that because and, I, and I'm looking, I'm like, dude, do you realize that if you run to the left side of the field, maybe you can, you know, throw down the middle of the field and you know, do some other things. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, bro, throw the ball somewhere else. 
It's like you can't you can't keep running to the right side of the field looking for results. And, we, and guess what? Other teams are scouting you, Jalen Hurts. They know what you're doing. And like we we went in here and 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 look, real rap. Shout out to all the Eagle fans that spend all their hard earned money on that bullshit ass trip <laughs> to Vegas because I know y'all mad, yo. I would yo, be so, I am so happy I ended up going to one of our only wins, maybe we'll have this season in Atlanta. I like in hindsight, I was the real I knew it. <laughs> yeah, and I I like salute to you guys, man. You know, hopefully, you know, you go home and you 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 met somebody new in your life, you got a hell of a drink, you smoked the best herb on a you know on a planet, you did something, you got the gamble, you went to Vegas. Well, listen, but Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So the tape go. of this hopefully will stay there. Yeah. And they will yeah. just, you know, erase yeah. this whole entire trip from their from their process. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it, man. You I'm, know? I'm, I'm done. Um I think I think before we even get into to additional comments on on thoughts of the game, we gotta we gotta know what, what John says. I see we have some viewers here. All right, we have Connor, we have Ann. And uh, I think Connor is also. I'm surprised that Connor agrees that Jalen Hurts is also the the guy because I had several conversations where Connor <laughs> tried to convince me to give him mm, baby just one more chance, and, <laughs> 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 and I just you know listen listen who am I gonna believe you are my lying eyes I'm just you know uh, you see what you see, but um, I, I think in general this is everything that I've been kind of trying to explain to you guys for a long time that as much as we like what Jalen can bring to the offense which is a dynamic running ability right and he's got you know he he makes these unscripted plays that are that are really great but when it comes to being able to play within the structure of the offense he's just he's just gonna struggle we can see it now after a certain number of games his refusal to throw to the middle of the field Whit mentioned it his predominant need to always bail out early and go to the right versus the left cutting off another half of the field his accuracy you know the fact that we constantly have to argue is it his arm strength is this an arm talent what is what is going on with these throws everything is is telling us that that this 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 kid he's a young man he still has room to grow but his consistency measure is just not there and we have to stop you know trying to to wait for something to develop that i don't think is is there in, in him john what's your you know what the most difficult thing is with the uh, raw quarterback is playing game experience and playing experience and and, and playing in a system that's already predated to when that player joined the team. With Jalen, I think this is him cutting his teeth. He He's going to look rough. Like, I th- we went into this year knowing we were going to look rough. Knowing we we're going to look rough. But we had a good roster in place, you know what I mean? Like, the defense should hold, but, you know, that's something we can talk about another time as far as linebacker play opposite of Singleton. Trash. But um, as far as Jalen... He's not able to get into his reads. And I feel like he's trying. If you really think about it, though, really, really, really think about it, it's a lot of it's on the coach. For your to have a young quarterback be 80 account for 80% of your offense as a as a like he's really a a, a rookie, a first year player if you're given the keys, so to speak. The franchise. He's accounting for 80% of the offense. 80% of the offense. You're bound <laughs> to fail if you don't rely on your other players. You don't John, have a you don't have a stable running game that you can rely on that's gonna that's gonna get move the change. You need John, move the chain offense. Like it should start with just running ISO, running sweeps, running counters. Then you go to your screen game. You don't start with your screen game off the bat. I mean, it catches teams off guard, but after the fifth week of doing it. They, they know what's coming. They know your plays. They know you like to throw to the right. So they're going to scheme up the zone and they're going to have their guys sit and make it difficult for you to find the windows to throw to. Zeriani has to do a better job. Brian Johnson, the quarterback's coach, has to do a better job. The offensive coordinator needs to do a better job. The tight ends coach, they all get a, they got to get on the same page as far as mid, mid-game mid 
and close <laughs> like like certain situations because like you're like you're just sitting there like oh third and eight oh here comes an RPO it's third and eight what y'all right. doing right John what are you doing what what the fuck are you doing excuse my life you bring up a great point right you mentioned this idea that. Jalen Hurts is 80% of our office. And why are you giving so much to a young QB so so early? Why aren't you trying to help him and nurture him and, and sort sort and, and to 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 a certain to a certain extent I I, I wonder about that because I feel like some of the, the plays that they do allow him to play are very train wheeled, very simple, basic plays. But at the same time, I wonder, what if the mandate from the front office is we need to find out what we have in Hurts. And we already know what we have in Miles Sanders. We we know Gainwell will be a receiving weapon. We need to know what we have in our receivers. We need to know what we have in our QB. Throw the ball, right? And so the uh, Sirianni and our offensive coordinator, who are admittedly are not well-versed in the style of play that, that, that Jalen succeeds in, they're trying their best to to articulate that vision every week that we see on the field to kind of see what they have in, in Hurts. But realistically, what they have in Hurts is a is a very, you know, one read, you know, RPO type, um, uh, very limited structurally within the offense. You can you can actually see it, I think, sometimes in in how he manages the game. Because what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing from these people are saying like, okay, look, we put in these RPOs to help Jalen's game, to help him out in this, that, or third fashion, but he's so quick to pass instead of run. He's not reading the field. He's just re- he's just reacting to predetermined um, decisions, right? Versus when they took a little bit of the RPOs out today and they actually had pure running plays. They took that decision out of his hands Yes, okay, we were running the ball a lot, a lot better, but still, pass wise, we were still as anemic as always. I agree, I agree. Um, look, man, at the end of the day, ain't nothing going to change. You know what? I, 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 I was telling myself earlier. Okay, well, you know, the first drive they looked good. I, I actually had some hope, but as soon as I seen that defense, I said, you know what? I ain't gonna sit here and get my hopes up high, man. I ain't going to get my hopes up high about the Dan draft picks no more either because as long as Howard Roseman is this GM, ain't nothing going to change, man. It's nothing going to change. There's nothing going to change. It's going to be the same thing. And and I said this, I believe I said this a long time ago when we first started our podcast that I'm going to sue the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Like I am because like for health reasons, you know, <laughs> All right, like like you can imagine how many people probably had strokes, heart attacks, anxiety, <laughs> all because of this team. Think about that. Like like I'll, I'll probably probably be the first man to go live with it and say I am going to hire a lawyer and sue their ass because this probably is win too. This, this probably is win. Yeah, this never is lo- never lost. Yeah, this don't make any sense, bro. It's like and, and y'all keep forgetting. And y'all got to keep this in mind too, guys. When you have the owner tell you, I'd rather you throw the ball than run. Keep that in mind. That played a major part into this, okay? Mm-hmm. A major part. And 100%. a lot of people don't realize that. All right, Sirianni is the fall guy for this team, man. All right? Yeah. Just like that one. Soon as Doug Peterson decided to grow some and, balls and be like, yo, I need to get my own squad, they fired his ass. And now we can almost re-see a little bit of this Chip thing, right? Because we're like, hmm, maybe Chip was the only one. Chip and Andy were maybe the only ones that really stand up to this knucklehead yeah. asshole who always is trying to butt in when he exactly. don't need to really be butting in. Correct. And that's the thing. There's involved, no boundaries in this, in this organization. The, the, cult, the owner makes personnel decisions. And he, what, what, what experience to wit gives him the right to go out here and make make these personal decisions? Well, that's him. And, that's if, and then you know what? Okay, fine. You wanna you wanna make personal decisions? You own the team. Okay, own that shit. Come out into the team and tell us, hey, look, I chose Jalen, knowing that my QB was fragile off off this whole backup QB situation. Mm-hmm. Just own that shit. I chose JJ. Thinking, oh, the wingspan. Analytically, he'll look 
Like he'll be able to do it, even though bitch can't get separation worth a damn. Motherfucker, <laughs> I didn't even know he was in the game. I, like, great special this, teamer. Great special teamer. Great, great blocker for a second round play. Great, great blocker. Great special team. Great gunner on punt team. You know, <laughs> just, just admit, just admit you chose, um, what's that DN that we chose because he was a, a Philly fan? What's that guy's name? Oh, uh, Curry. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I know you're talking about um, um, Penn State. Uh, Penn, Sharif, Penn State. Sharif, Sharif Miller. Sharif Moore, yeah. Miller, yeah. Man, just own it. He like, was I good, think. though. He was good in college, though. He was actually very good. That line, hey, John, that Penn why, State line why, was like, Why are you always defending that man every time we mention his name, bro? No, I've seen him play. You I've seen him play in high school. That boy was nasty. Listen, listen. That boy was I seen, nasty. I seen, I seen Jalen Hurts play in college, and he was nice. Right, right. Uh, he was a Heisman runner-up. How he he was the right Heisman runner-up. Listen, next time, next you're going to tell me Greg Ward got something to offer. Go ahead, man. Yo, I saw G Ward. G Ward won me $1,100 on FanDuel college football. He, he, uh, Houston, he, he, he had like 400 yards passing, like 100 yards rushing in the Outback Bowl. Houston upset like, uh, what team was it? The team that Houston played was ranked and Houston wasn't. And they smoked them. Greg Ward was the quarterback. Greg Ward was nasty. So, well, guess Greg what? Ward was nasty. I always have respect for that dude. Because, I still have respect for him. He, he was, he was nasty. Can we nasty. use him now? Can we use him now? <laughs> they probably could. He'd be better. That boy is kind of smooth. Listen, listen. I'm so tired of this fucking shotgun bullshit in the in the red. Yeah, zone. it's so predictable. I'll it's so predictable. Wildcat. I'll take, I'll take anything. And it, and it killed me. I, I told him late to the game. Um, cause I'm, cause I'm off, I'm off market. So I had to find it, you know, um, and I saw, uh, Booby get hurt and I was, I was, uh, I was like, fuck, like y'all finally running the ball. Then I see Boston Scott getting all these goddamn touches. I'm like, y'all finally running the ball and Booby's hurt. You know who we got to call up? Agent 24, brother. Call that or, 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 man up. Or, or or knowing how Howie Roseman is, because like I said, man, all of this is is planned. I don't care what nobody say. Every move that the Eagles make is I'm gonna get the approval from Howie Roseman and old Beetlejuice over there. All right. Here's the thing, man. Jordan Howard been on that practice field since they begun playing. Okay. And you keep in mind the trade deadline is what on the second? I don't think they're going to call Jordan Howard up, bro. I think they're going to go ahead and probably trade one of those fifth-round picks or fourth-round picks they got to the Colts and grab um, Marlon Mack. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, have a, I liked him at the U. He was nice. I think I think ultimately for the the team, like nothing will really change until you – like you're right, to, to how we kind of, you know – they finally clean house and they put things to right and they recognize instead of trying to continually sell themselves on their bad decisions, right? Just just buying into the sunk cost, season draft after draft after draft. Just just call it what it is. And these guys have been covering and are in whatever free agents we can gather have been covering the 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 complete and utter abysmal record we've had draft. And we're extremely mediocre, and we won't be anything other than mediocre until um, Howie's gone. Period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, listen, everything you're saying is I, I agree 100. percent And and it's never going to get better until that man is gone. And I, like like I said to y'all before, man, and then I'm gonna say it again. I think that man got sexual photos of, of Lori. Don't even okay. stop. stop. I, I, I said that, man. Y'all think I'm joking when I say that. Look, he got to have some shit on his man, bro. Okay, stop. listen. Stop. There, stop. There's no, no way. Listen. That... We're NC, NC 17 show, guys. So, kids, get get the hell out of here. Yeah, I, and, and, yeah, and, yeah get your ass off this because this is for adults. And, and I'm going to finish saying this. This man got something. He, I don't know if he got this man doing something he ain't supposed to be doing. You know, um, <laughs> he doing some shit. Who knows? No. Because you, you, you watch this man single handedly destroy this team. Then when he get on the radio, he talk how good this team is. This, that, and the third. 
bro, ain't shit good about this squad. You know, I got I got my brother who's actually watching right now, um, who likes to harass me. This man sends me messages via um the iPhone joining. He harasses me every day of how bad this team is. He he, he it's so bad that he even talks in a third party and say him and the boys is gonna sing a song about how the Eagles is. And him and, and him and the boys is just him and himself singing like he got a fucking squad or, or, or R&B group behind him. <laughs> All right. So think about that, yo. It's it's it's, it's embarrassing. And I, I, I sit here and I try to laugh about it, but being a diehard Eagles fan, it's really embarrassing because now we got to watch the Dallas Cowboys win the NFC East, and they will. Yeah. They yeah, will. Pretty much. Pretty much. And they're going to win it, and we're going to sit back, and we're going to take – all the ass shots. I hate to use that word by all these Dallas fans, and they and they're going to talk shit about us. Listen, listen, whip. They're going to win the worst division in football, and then get their ass handed to them in the first round in the playoffs. Like ain't nobody worried. Like all I'm right. not. I don't. I don't. For realistically, we just got to get our house in order, and that takes doing the hard work. I think you know you bring up a lot of you know predilections that maybe may or may not be happening behind the scenes. I don't know about that. I think it's really. Very simple. Howie Roseman gives uh, Jeff Lurie cover to 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 play GM. You know, he gets the pick who he wants to pick, and then Howie gets to go out and 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 and, and come up with a rationale for it. And cool. Howie's really good at, at being that guy. He doesn't mind. And so I think that if Jeff Lurie wanted better boundaries, he'd have better boundaries. He he wants to be the GM, but he don't want the the criticism that comes with with being the GM. I don't think this guy. I mean, like this. Well, just think about it. Just think about how he came into ownership of the team. Like no shade. I just don't think this guy has ever necessarily been in a position to be criticized or be held like no, you know. And when he was just starting out as ownership of the team. <clears throat> The coach could kind of say that. Andy could kind of say that because Andy had more experience than 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 Jeff. But now at this particular point, I think Jeff is 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 egotistical enough to think I have more experience. You know, I've been in this league. I took this organization from whatever millions of dollars to almost worth close to you know several hundred million dollars. You know, so no, I'm not gonna let anybody come in and tell me what to do with my team. I had somebody come in chip and I lost my team I'll never let that happen to me again so I just think that this is just him completely having his hand in every single facet of the organization to our detriment so let me let me ask you this question you know just just to move on was there any standouts to you in today's game from our squad like like and I, I would say it was Dallas Goddard he did his thing yeah he yeah, so had some good catches I think I think it would be very interesting to see what how he performs down the line as the number one tight end, but where does he make his bread and butter? The middle of the field. How often are we yeah. shooting down the middle of the field? It's it's kind of hard to judge that, you know? And then I think I like what Kenny Gainwell brings to yeah. the the offense. I'd like to see him like I really would like to see the the bats get at least 15 touches a game, like 15, 20 touches a game. I think that that's important just to see what the rhythm of, of, of having them have a little bit of volume would, would look like, you know? Um, Devontae Smith, I don't know what's going on with him. Three drops. No, no, one, no, no, no. One of those drops wasn't his fault because the, the dude okay. did a Carson Winston threw it to the ground. Okay. And, and and I seen that, and I was like, okay, that's not his fault. But this, okay. the other two, yeah, I, I I give him that. Okay, and then he keeps getting he keeps getting squeezed out. So I'm 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 a little bit concerned about maybe some of his size concerns are having a little bit of an impact on his game. I think so it's just, I think I think it's just not to cut you off. I think it's okay. just the way that. Jalen Hurts is throwing him the ball. It's true. It's true. Dalen does throw to the boundaries. He doesn't really throw. Like, he, he throws a, a ball. Right. He throws a soft ball, but it always leads. Like, it doesn't really allow. You're either you're either not going to get it or you're slowing up to catch it. It's just there. It's just not a good way to. He hangs it a little too high. He hangs his deep balls a little too high sometimes. Right. Like, even the intermediate passes. 
he's he's six foot you know he don't really have the arm he don't have the arm strength perhaps so he kind of has to take that deep drop hitch real like his he t- his wind up takes forever do yeah i agree and do he like yeah. i said he, he tries to make a play and you know and i'm like dude look <laughs> what's wrong with you bro get, like get the ball out your hand you know, like 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 I said earlier, his first instinct is to run. Mm-hmm. That's his mindset. His mindset mm-hmm. is based on running. He won't mm-hmm. he won't throw the ball first. His mindset mm-hmm. is to run, mm-hmm. and that was the problem that Doug Peterson had with him when he was coaching. Remember, he was saying like, "Dude, got to stop." You know, look look for some players, man. Look for mm-hmm. some wide receivers, mm-hmm. and and that's going to be an issue. And if Sirianni continue to allow him to do that. It's going to be the same old song, man. But I think I think Sirianni is continuously telling him to stay in the pocket because they talk about it in the in the press conferences all the time that that they're trying their best to have him only have thirty percent off script plays and to be in the pocket seventy percent of the time, and he's just not. Well, I don't think he can get past his first read. His processing of the field is just. Or it could be height related. We got a lot of tall guys out there. I don't I know if related. we're getting enough of a deep it, it, drop, it, it, and our team's I, like I don't, I don't know. I, but he's not seeing. That's the why they got. I don't that's agree why with that. Out gun. I, I if you notice, that, I don't know that assessment. I do. I don't. They um, only, they only, they run at a shotgun, but then they'll pass. They'll do a play action pass under center. Like when I, he. No, I I, I, I hear that. I, I I can't say I can't agree with you saying this is height because Kyler Murray is shorter than him. Tua is shorter than but him. But they they run a Drew spread. Reed they is, run an air raid spread. Yeah, I understand. Then he takes a shot. But or or have you ever thought that our O line is ass this year? You ever thought about that? Because it is. He can't hold on. He's holding the ball long. He's holding the ball really long. Relatively speaking, relatively speaking, our O line isn't that bad. It ain't like that as, bad, but they as can't. Bad as, it wasn't, it's not as bad as last year. Like, no, I, I agree, but guess bad. what? You you can't become a pocket quarterback if your O-line can't stand up for you. It's like he only got what? Like what? <laughs> 2.5 seconds to stand back there before he no, can hit the all ass? Bro, but, but he bails, but, that, but I, he bails too early. I, I agree. I don't agree with agree. this idea that it's because 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 early <clears throat> on, early on, a lot of the times, a lot of the penalties we were seeing was RPO plays. He's they're 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 you know getting in their run stance. He's holding on to the ball too long because he can't see the field well. And I think that he, that there are times when it's a clean pocket, but because he senses pressure, he gets a little he gets a little happy feet. His feet never settle. That's a, that's what I noticed. For for Jalen, um, <laughs> Alexa, stop. Um, so that's <laughs> my thing. Is <laughs> sorry about that, guys, in the audio. Um, but but that's my thing. Like he's his feet never settled, and that's why he's so always so antsy to get out. And maybe it's because he's young, and maybe after um some time he'll he'll get better, but. I don't know. I don't know about realistically giving him time. When I want to see what coach look like, coach's offense looks like, run the way he wants it to be run. I just, I just would like to see what a better pairing would look like. They've been talking all off season and all season about how to marry their um, abilities together, and it's just, it's just not showing up on the field. I, 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 I'll say this. I'll say this. At least he ran the ball today, and and it and it paid off until Booby got hurt. Okay, so now, so now, with with that being said, you got to ask yourself. Well, he got to ask himself, not us. Now that you see that this thing is work, <laughs> do you continue to run it, or do you allow uh, Beetlejuice Juice Lori to be upset with you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something to think about there, right? Because right. think about this, because if he continue to run the ball, it's gonna be a problem. And that was the problem. That's what that's what happened with Doug. You know, he got exiled because of Jeffrey Lurie and them because he felt as though, look, I need my own staff, this, that, and the third. And if I decide to run the ball and mix it up, I'm gonna lose my damn job. 
Right. So, right. I don't know. Just another bad loss for this Eagles team, man. Um, I really had high expectations going into today's game. <laughs> yeah, I'm you really did. Good. You said 10 and 11, motherfucker. <laughs> I did. I did. And and now now, now I feel bad. <laughs> now I got to go to work tonight. Uh, hair and cowboy fans jump on my goddamn neck. My brother won't stop harassing me. And it's <laughs> to the point to where, you know, I, I got to play me some damn sad song fucking intro music just to walk into this goddamn building because I know damn well they're going to look for me from the gate. So thank you, Eagles. I appreciate you, you bastard. Well, well, I, an intellectual, noticed the dumpster fire of a season with coming. <laughs> so I've been vibing out this whole season. So this is all just this is jokes to me, honestly. This is just hilarious. Everything that's happening is just hilarious to me. I, my track record is on brand this season. I think I've accurately called every game this season it feels <laughs> actually actually you did you did I, I'm a dead you have so we gonna see about this Lions game I said that too right that that's my that's my that's my game that if that if we can't get right with, or against the Lions I wanna I, see I, we, we gotta bench him I'm just I'm sorry sorry got to it's fire sale season anyway I feel like Dillard's getting out of here. We should have traded Cox two, three seasons ago. I love I, you. Fletcher, it's strange you say that. I think I think they going to trade his ass on the second, yo. I think Fletcher. Dillard that needs to get the fuck out of here as soon as possible. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I think Fletcher's going. I think Fletcher's out of here, yo. I mean, Fletcher's honestly, realistically, if I was the Vets, I would look to get off of this team because this this is not. There's no winning culture being cultivated here. And clearly, whatever message that Nick is, Coach Sirianni is trying to get across, it's not really coming in. And the vets that you thought were supposed to be instilling the values of your program. I mean, look, did you see Kels out here tonight? And I love Kels, and I'm not trying to put none on him. I'm just saying the frustration and the the the, the feeling of, like, your results are not being seen on the field because... What I don't he, know. He going to retire anyway. He out of this mode. Yeah. Listen, Zach's yeah, gone. What the fuck did he got to stay for? Lane, Lane, Lane. God bless him. Is continuing to struggle with a lot of things. I think maybe because he sees what's on the field and he's not with it. I don't know. Whatever's going on with him. BB is gone. I love him, but he at this point, you know, we can't rely on him to stay healthy. I think Lane Dickerson is up and down. Is was he worth a second round pick? I don't know. Um. I like Lane. And then Malata had a bad game. And That's I don't know amazing. if that was due to the switch from right nah, to left he, back. He had but a terrible game. That was that it, was it it a hard money to, for him to kind of shit the bed tonight. Yeah, it was that was probably the worst game I ever seen Malata play, man. He he was getting beat all across the damn board, man. Mm-hmm. And I ain't had that motherfucker on skates. He's a big man. Yeah, he is. And 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 yeah, he, he he looked like he was ice skating with the Olympic team and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, listen, don't even get me. I know we got to go. We spent a lot of time talking about this game. But, like, the defense. I'm going to just say right now, hey, zone, period. If they I need ever to just play man. Why don't you just play um, man? Get beat. Again, it'll get be beat deep. Play fucking man. Um, Jonathan Gannon should be fired into the sun. I agree. This militant-ass zone defense is doing nothing for them. You have a premier corner and a, uh, <laughs> a very good corner on the other side. And a very good corner in Devontae Maddox who's been playing surprisingly yeah, well. Yeah, he has. Maddox has been playing his ass off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You play well, man. Let your linebackers... Let your linebacker... I'm sorry. Let okay. your linebackers get beat in coverage. Then you can see where who you had to replace. And it, it all signs show Eric Wilson. Why is that dude still on the field? He he was terrible. Eric Wilson is terrible. 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 Mike Epps is terrible. And let's 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 be real. Let's come to shit. Show what's going on. This D line has not shown up as advertised at all. At all. I would I would keep keep, even Hargrave has settled down after the last couple because he got because he got tired of doing all the goddamn work. He like man, I'm not doing all of this. I ain't getting paid like Fletcher. Right. You know what I mean? I, I would keep. I would. It's, it's bad. I would keep Nelson, man. I would sign him, Nelson. Yeah. Keep Nelson. Um. Keep Nelson. At the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, the Eagles, the terrible Eagles, fall to the Raiders, thirty-three twenty-two. That's 33, it. Thirty-three twenty-two. We done. Uh, that's my favorite number, and that's ruined for this nut-ass team. Well, whatever. All right. Well, 
Let's get move on to, I guess, happier or simpler pastures. Let's kind of do a little bit of a wrap around the league real quick and kind of mm-hmm. check in with some of these other teams or other teams that are a little bit more um, amusing and, and enjoyable than these bum-ass Eagles. Um, my team <laughs> that I was excited to see and I thought was was um, doing pretty good today. Who who did I see today? Um, I like the Cardinals. I thought they did. I thought yeah, they, they dudes, did pretty man. well. Um, Aaron Rodgers is <laughs> always is usually doing good. I'm I'm surprised to see how well things are going over there. They have I, no, I, I I got a, I got one better than that. Did y'all see the numbers that the Bengals put up on the Ravens? Oh, I was yes. gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say. You see yeah. the, oh, Jamar Chase. Jamar oh, Chase catches two hundred one yards. Yo, but you but you know what? No, I'm gonna tell you, the, the, Jamar Chase season is all. Because of Burrow. Yep, hundred percent. If that if we had him here, that would be Devonte Smith. So I don't want to hear that. I want to hear that Jamar Chase is better than Devonte shit because it's not. What it is is that it's a better QB. It is hundred percent, hundred percent. A better right. QB would be able to get Devonte and yes. I don't know. I don't know if we have any other receivers actually. Well, Quez Watkins is good, but yeah. they would be able to give them. You know. Yeah. But the, the 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 Bengals is real. Um, mm-hmm. Also, the Patriots look like the Patriots of old beating the shit out of the Jets. Like, yo, is that's fifty four points. Fifty four points. Everything they need to do against a rookie QB. Yeah, that that's embarrassing, though, man. Fifty four points. Fifty four points. Fifty four points. Point point. Well, well, Zach Zach Wilson went out at at some point, right? He hurt his. Yeah, team. he got hurt. But oh, it's, it's, oh! Can I bring up? Can I bring up the Panthers bench, San Darnell? Okay, against the the freaking Giants, third quarter. That was insane. Okay, yeah, that, so I guess sad. it wasn't just coaching, right? It's, sometimes it's not just coaching. All right, so what? Hey, what about to get what, this what, Watson? What, what about the new America's team in Kansas City? What happened to them boys? Oh, oh. I feel that hurts. Oh. I like yeah. them. I like Kansas City. That hurts. I like hey, them. Hey. I like Terry Hill. But you no, know, I, what? I, I like them. fatigue, and yeah. and honestly, as we all know, we all see it because we've been through it with with um Andy ourselves, right? Yeah, we have. And that downshift of not winning the big ones, what two, three, whatever times it's. It's that plateau point. And, and, and not only that, though, guys, y'all got to keep in mind, man, you 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 got a damn... And, and it's funny that this guy is on a team called the Titans because he's a fucking Titan himself. Mm-hmm. You got Derrick Henry running the mm-hmm. ball. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you're not stopping that, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's nothing you can do about it. And it's like, I'm, I'm watching this game and I'm saying to myself, damn, boy, e- even Patrick Mahomes looked... Like he was like He's very unsynced. Yeah, he didn't look like himself, man. It, it, was just, it was just a lot of shocking games today that blew my mind. But the, like, like I said earlier, the team that really shook me and shocked me, shook and shocked me, is what the Bengals did in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. All right, like they really went in there and 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 did the damn thing. Mm-hmm. I have a fun fact. The Ravens, when they play at home at 1 p.m., were undefeated for like 10 years. Right. Wow. Like, yeah, wow. when the Ravens played at home at 1 p.m., the Ravens were like undefeated for a, for maybe more than 10 years. They were they were saying Lamar Jackson was Mr. October, just like they were saying Pat Patty was, you know, Mr. September. And now yeah. I think everything has been flipped. One of the things I love about this, our, our, the NFL, is that there's always parity. So True. you can come in each season, you don't have to recognize, like, there's never ne- necessarily going to be that true dynasty that's going to have an ironclad hold over, over everything, as we're clearly seeing. The only one that was close to it was um, the Patriots, and I think maybe now more and more we're maybe seeing it was a little bit more Brady than to- than Belichick. But who knows? We'll see. Once it, Mac yeah, Jones yeah. Detroit's. Y'all also seen that Detroit actually hung in there with the Rams. They hung in there. Yeah. We need Our to be prepared for trick plays. We need exactly. to be prepared and, and, for the unexpected. And it's all going to be about detail to attention to detail. But, but 
who the fuck are we fooling, man? This is the Eagles, man. Detroit might come in here and put a fucking 50 piece on us. Who you the know hell what? knows? You know bro? what's so crazy? We haven't won a home game this season. <laughs> I was at that Niners game. That shit was embarrassing. Man, listen. I was like, damn, I gotta celebrate my birthday. This bullshit. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> It was kind of crazy. We do better on the road than at home. That's you can't, up. you can't, you can't even, you can't even go into a Sunday game thinking that your team is going to win, even even against the worst teams in the league. We Yo, don't have no home field advantage. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna predict this right now. All right, we used to everybody, you know, because I know right now we don't got that one, many viewers, but it's going, it's going to pick up once this thing ends. I'm gonna say this to you right now. I predict. Detroit to beat the Eagles 24 to 17. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. And 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 if and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I got a funny feeling that Detroit is going is going to beat the dog crap out of us at home in their home and we're going to lose. And it's going to continue. We got the easiest schedule in the league right now. Going for it right now. We're going to lose. We're going to lose. It ain't nothing you know what now I think about it John I don't even want to go like trade for nobody on the second. What's the purpose of trading for anybody? What's the purpose of it? <laughs> like we ain't doing nothing, bro. Like, are you now? Wait, wait, wait. Now, are you going to trade for somebody to sign them to next year? I can see that. Yeah. No, okay. I the hate. I hate this. This look. Just call it what it is. Get yeah. our evaluations in. Yeah. And that's what we need to be doing right now. We need to honestly be like we just mentioned. Fire selling our bets. Okay, mm-hmm. so they can go and, and get the best that they can at the last few years of their career. Correct. And plan these young guys so that we can get a real serious evaluation of player versus scheme. And we can really see. And honestly, I would I would give Jalen some plays off. I would. I would. Because I want to see what it looks like when the when a quarterback has a little bit more consistency his hit the accuracy of his throws. Put Minshew in there, man. I want to see Minshew. I'm not listen. I do. I want to see what he can do. All I'll say last last word on this, I guess, before we get into any um, uh, NBA stuff, is um, I had put out a tweet several whatever months ago saying that I didn't think I like it. Like I said, that Garner Minshew was was a security blanket for them, just in case Jalen didn't work out. And here we are. Yeah, you did. I want to believe you. People tried to flame me on that one, but. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about it, like it's an option. Yeah, he knows the offense too. See, I think they limit the offense. Extremely they limit the offense, them. and they 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 play their Jalen strengths. No, they gotta. I don't know. In the off season, sit down and like, look. This is what's going to work. This is what's going to get us to the next level. You gotta look at your reads to the left. Your reads right. to the left are getting abandoned. You're taking off. You need to cut that shit out. You're not gonna last in the league like that. You can be holding a, a clipboard, sitting on the bench. Either. I don't know because he has. It's they weird because he has that talk. Instead of having that talk with him in the off season, they need to have that talk with him tonight. Hey, yeah, hey, you what, know what? Okay. He has all the intangibles. They need to tell him that if I'm not seeing plays to the left or in the middle of the field, you're getting benched at halftime. Period. Period. It's the most puzzling thing. He has all the intangibles. Yet game day, he sits to bed and he's like a hundred yards passing. How many passes he throw? What? What, what the- my man, my man had a total of sixty-two passing yards in the third mm. quarter. <laughs> That's sad, bro. Mm. Yo, uh, fat girl smell like breakfast down there on the chat. Said this is sad. He he says that because we're talking bad about our birds. You know what? Hey, everybody, not a Colts fan, you bastard. Listen, it's a it's, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a coming. It's a what, what do you call it? It's a mirror moment. Okay, and and some of yeah. us have been looking in this mirror for a really long time, and just being accountable to other 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 words, others have sunk in their head in the sand and continue to blindly support an organization that isn't really you know doing anything for its fans, and it kills me. It kills me because we are one of the, we are the best fan base in the league. How many people came out to Vegas? How many people? They took over that whole damn stadium, yo. It was green. And, and how many seasons have we been subjected to that type of behavior? You're right. But what's, what's funny yeah. is you, y'all can just imagine, imagine, guys, how many drunk Philly fans is in that stand 
mad as shit how many knuckles is going on right now it's so well, many fights popping off right now not fights you. because they're in a casino they're right near the casino so they probably game right, <laughs> the, the, um, well man look i'm i'm done talking about these bum ass birds let's go to the next subject please absolutely absolutely i don't know if this subject is gonna uh get our heart rate going down any further you know because <laughs> we're gonna switch gears a little bit and talk about our sixers they're playing the night I don't know if um, JoJo is is playing or whatever, but we're going to be talking a little bit about the other sixer, um, the prodigal son, Mr. <laughs> ben Simmons. Oh, um, what a fall think, from grace, right? I what think, a fall I think there, is, there is a lot to unpack with with the Ben Simmons situation and and everything going on with that. I mean, we don't have that much time. Uh, we may have to do a special uh, podcast just just for that because I know we all have very very opinionated um, thoughts about his situation. But but just right now, just understanding they're playing tonight. He's not playing. He said you know he's not mentally ready to join the team. He he needs time and uh, he wants to play. And and JoJo asked us to embrace him as our brother and welcome him back with open arms. And everybody's determined to put aside differences to go win a title and so on and so forth. And I'm just, you know, what's the real of it, yo? How y'all really feel about it? So here's the thing. And and, and the reason why I start this off, because y'all already know how I feel about this cat. But I'm I'm going to say this, and this is going to make your eyes pop out your head. I take it back. I take everything back because I honestly believe that this dude is really mentally going through a lot, man. Um, you know, it, it, it takes it takes a man to admit his wrongs, and he did that to his team. You know, he 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 pulled everybody to the side and he told them what was going on. Now, maybe it's cap up, maybe it's not. But then again, I start thinking about it, man dude probably really is fucked up in the head because everybody all his career telling him shoot the ball more shoot the ball more and he refuses to do it and and that last game against Atlanta and he when he passed up that dunk and, and I got to thinking about it he he did that because he was scared to go to the line and shoot the foul because he knew if he would have slammed on him it would have been a foul and he did not want to be subjected to more ridicule of getting laughed at and, and people telling him his game is bad and having Shaq and Barkley come at his neck on a regular. And you got fans such as myself who can't stand the fucker. But I, I, I had to sit back and say to myself, you know what, man? I worked in the human services field, the mental health field before, and the shit is real. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's not a joke. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to be the first three bird member to to admit my wrong and and apologize to that little bastard because if he's really going through something like that man that's nothing to joke around about and and he knew what he did was wrong you know and maybe him taking time apart from the team if he's really getting professional help and I really hope he is that's good for him but him still trying to get up out of Philly and selling his home and shit that was all him He he wants to fuck out of here all right, that don't have nothing to do with the mental part. He don't want to be here, but for him to do the shit he was doing, I, I can understand if he's if he has anxiety like that. And I know that my friend Afia know more about that more than anybody. So, what's your thoughts on it? Oh well, I mean, I think I think I'm I'm glad that Ben is finally admitting to the to what was pretty obvious to to everybody, yeah, right? Yeah. I think the the the, the Hawk series pretty much crystallized how much he was just caught up in his own thoughts and his own fears and, mm-hmm. and all the expectations on having to perform. And, you know, um, as a mental health professional, as a, a student, you know, getting, getting a degree in, in mental health, my heart goes out to, to him. And I wish, you know, when we're like, look, we just had Lane miss three games, yeah. not to take yeah. it back to football, but we just had Lane miss three games because he was the battling anxiety and depression. You understand? And he and he knew that he needed to take the time away and that being there was actually going to be a detriment to his team to try to perform when his mind wasn't right. And we just saw um, in the Olympics, um, someone by us take that same step, Correct. right? Correct. And it, it is a real thing. You have to understand that mental health is physical health. So if you don't feel mentally right and you're still, how, how many of us 
didn't get a good night's sleep, had a bad night, was ruminating on something, and then still had to get up and go to work the next day. And how well did we really perform at our jobs That's to the answer. best of our abilities under that type of strain? And then we in, we magnify that out to this man having <laughs> the, the hopes and dreams of an entire city rested on his shoulders. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not I'm not here to condone the way that he acted afterwards, but yeah. I'm here to say that if you look at it appropriately, he was just lashing out. And he has continued to lash out because he's in pain. And when you're hurting and when you're in pain, that is one way that you try to mediate that sensation. You hurt people hurt people. I agree. And this was the actions of a young man who's in pain. And until he can acknowledge that and reckon with that and get the help that he needs, which hopefully I hope he's doing now. And honestly, there's no way for him to wiggle out of this because if he's not mentally well, if he's faking, they won't pay him. If he is men- mentally unhealthy and he's getting the services he needs, he will be back up on the court. Yeah, most definitely. And, That's and, and, just how it's going. That's just the two lines we're in right now. So I just think that we need to recognize that it's very, 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 very hard for someone to admit that they're struggling. And when you have a hyper athlete or who's in a huge limelight, who has all these huge expectations, who, you know, has had a lot of weight come down on him for any number of reasons. We all know this, this man needs better mental resilience. We all know it. But that he needed this long process to get there to recognize it for himself is it's his. We can't judge that. Because we all come to that own conclusion in our own time. All right, John. We It's, it's 7.53, dog. The time is yours. Give us your thoughts on it, man, and this uh, pod, bro. I'm glad that we got some a little bit of resolution to this whole thing. It's unfortunate. Like, he would, he he's he he was billed a star from from early, and to to be in the footsteps of his father, um, who played professional basketball before him, and going to a prep school, tearing it up, being billed the man, going to LSU, being billed the man, getting drafted by the Sixers high, expected to be the man, and you get comfy in your lifestyle and. You're good. You're good. Your team is on the cusp of being great, but you're good. Team recognizes that you're a good player. They give you a massive max deal. That's a lot of pressure. Like, and and to have it all unfold as it did in the playoff series, there's a lot of weight that was already on him before that. There's people that there's a lot of naysayers saying that he sucks. He can't shoot. He's a he, He's not a guard. Put him at power forward. He can pass. He he's a good pace setter. He he can shoot, but he just won't shoot. I so agree. there's a mental there's a there's a definite mental block there. And I think with him wanting to leave and doing all the things he did, selling his houses and things like that, I think it's fear. I think it's Correct. fear it, it of fear. the fear of. He not only did he let his team down, he let the city of Philadelphia, all of Philadelphia right. down, and right. that's probably something he wants no part yeah, of. He, he, he didn't mentally be, face yeah, it. He didn't want to deal with that. He didn't want to deal, well, listen, to deal and with I, it. And, and I get it. And you know the 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 the, the hardest the part that, that that sucks the most for me is the the misinterpretation of how who Philly is as a fan. Because I think Jason Kelsey was trying to explain it to him. It's not so much about the wins and the losses. It's about the accountability and your effort. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. If Ben had just been real, like, listen, we all saw you didn't hit that dunk. Melt. We all saw it. Melt. But if you had, had been on that stage after the game and admitted it, yeah, listen, I got in my head, and that was it. Remember when Nelson was just honest? I am I am not helping uh, my team. I am being a detriment. We, we 100% Accept you when you're vulnerable. You admit that you fucked up. We will embrace you and we will celebrate you when lost draw. Yes, when you indeed. hide from it, that's when we're gonna be like, nah, bro, I'm not you're not gonna sit in my face, spin my face and tell me it's raining. Like we all know what's going on. And for you to be out here so we can enable you like all these other fucking people have enabled you, get the fuck yeah. out of here. That's not what Philly's here for. We're not gonna <laughs> enable motherfuckers. 
Exactly. And we saw what happened with at Nelson. He he did it. He did his treatment. He came back the next year, and he balled out. Exactly for the and, most and, part. Exactly. That and, Super Bowl and, run. Who always remember for that Super Bowl run? But also what he because did. they they re they redefine expectations for him. Same thing Correct. they have to do with Ben. The thing is, we expect Ben to be a shooter, and I Off think as y'all all are saying that the weight of that expectation is crushing him. Well, I, I I I hope in ending that the young man get the help he need, and 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 I and once again I don't believe that he. I'm saying this, and if it is a mental issue, you know I hope that you get the help. But if he can get his mind straight, we would love to have him back on his team because his transition means a lot to this squad. Yeah. But uh, on a better note, before we end this show, I want to give a major shout out to my man Zach Ertz, man. Mm-hmm. All right, um. Thank you for your service on this team. Thank you for winning us our first Super Bowl. You are missed, and your contribution to to this team meant a lot. And and congratulations to Zach Ertz for scoring a forty seven yard touchdown today yeah. for the Cardinals. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but um, he wears his Eagle bracelet on his arm even in the game today. Mm-hmm. He had it on. You, if you can't tell me that's not loyalty and dedication to a franchise that you grew up in. Remember, he he came to the Eagles as a kid and grew up as a man here. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that's not loyalty, man. So with, with that being said, man, Zach Ertz to me is a class act. He is what uh, Philadelphia Eagle is. And I know for a fact he'll be back here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He'll be on that wall. Mm-hmm. He'll be on that wall, and I'm gonna make sure, God willing, I'm still here that I get this experience of him going on that wall when he when he retired. But mm-hmm. that's my guy, man. I miss him already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my guy. I'll, I I want to uh, second that 100. percent You know, with the time we have left, I just I miss Zach. I'm I'm getting a, a Zach Earth jersey. I don't even oh, care. Too. He's not me too. Let's go more like that. That shit is forever. And um, like we said, it's not about you winning or losing. It's about how you come and account to your performance with us. We Mm -hmm. we used to flame Zach Ertz. Still do on occasion. But we still love that guy. And we always 100% support that guy. We know his business over there in Arizona. And we know his family over over here in Philly. And we miss you, Zach. That's right. You'll get those 11 receptions to break. Yo, yo, go get another ring, bro. Go Go get get another ring. Go yeah. get one. Hall, sure. Get that Hall of Fame, man. He's close. End this off, John. Zach Ertz is like the consummate, like a player you hope your team would draft and and have a chance to, to have. We were lucky. We were lucky he fell right where he did. And uh, he's been nothing but a professional. And, and embodies everything that the Philadelphia Eagle is. And on and off the field. And like, it shows, um, especially when players that that were on that Super Bowl team or of Pat of the past come back and would talk to Ertz or talk about Ertz. Like they love him. Like they were in each other's weddings and stuff like that. Of families are close. Like that to me is everything. And that dude, he played hurt, one arm, like. Mm-hmm. Destroyed, the, destroyed the cap, destroyed the Cowboys in certain times, some primetime games. Um, he him and Jordan our, Matthews. He understood our passion and he understood our heart, and that was what, what, what got me, man. Is when and when we was watching that game, when I seen him walking and crying, I already knew what it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember, I yeah. remember I tweeted that I was like, "Yeah, he got yeah. treated, yo." I said yeah. he had to because yeah. I seen uh, what's what's the big boy name, the one that's the bodyguard. Big, um, Yep, I seen I seen Dom, Dom, yeah. Dom catfish. I said, yeah, man, he got traded. And what happened? News came out, he got mm-hmm. traded. Yeah. So it's it's it was expected, you know. I how it kind of went out, this whole thing playing out. I don't know. I don't know if it had to play out the way it did. We just we miss him. And we yeah. can't wait to have him back breaking the, the reception record. We know he, right. he'll get those eleven touches. That's All right, nice. now that has been uh, episode 32 of Three Birds and a Punt, The Reckoning. Uh, it was surely indeed, okay? We had a lot to get off our chest. Okay, a lot of come-to-Jesus moments out here on a Sunday. Hallelujah. 
Okay, all right. Well, if you don't go to church or pray at the altar of football, well, I wish you salvation or something. I don't know. Please make sure you subscribe and download to the podcast. We're streaming Apple, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Three Birds and a Punt. Mm-hmm. And right now we're on YouTube, so hit that subscribe button. Subscribe Definitely. to us, download. We appreciate you. Go birds, even this season. Go birds. I want, I want the draft. I, I just want the draft. Uh, <laughs> April I'm, can't get here fast enough. Forward, Go, man, birds. Fast Go birds. Peace. Go birds. Uh,